You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. time in a long time but it seems like just yesterday when we were side by side beast mode no one's blocking our way <laughs> these other guys tried it but them man ain't got the skills of brazen and davy brazen and raging bringing you the thrills and spills right here in full gear about to blow up like tdnt us man are too sweet brady bbp the bb elite right here in full gear about to blow up like tdnt us man are too sweet brady bbp the bb elite Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for BDE Elite. You found us on the Up Next podcast feed, whatever podcast app you use, and you found us on the internet. Yes. Twitch.tv slash Up Next podcast and YouTube.com slash Up Next. Hello, Twitch and YouTube room. How are we doing? Yeah, isn't the internet a beautiful thing? It is. You found us somehow, some way, and uh, we appreciate that. Uh, hello. How's it going? Pretty good. How are you? Yeah, we're good. We watched some Dynamite tonight. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk all about it and uh, get hyped for full gear. Oh, yeah. Coming in in about like 24 days or something like that. So just under a month. And we're finding out as the days are ticking down, who is Newark? Mike Murray's just being confirmed. Mike Murray is Newark. Andrew Thompson, John Ceno, Fire Frank. Brandon Jordan. Thurston, W.H. Park. Uh, Brandon from New Jersey. Jordan Goodman. It's crazy. Steve Belenke. I don't know who that is. Jordan's taking him. Oh, nice. It's it's going to be nuts. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be crazy. And Full Gear is going to be nuts too, uh, I'm sure. So, hey, if you're going to Full Gear, thinking of going to it and all that stuff, post-wrestling, doing the five-year anniversary party, don't sleep. Get your tickets before it's too late and you'll regret not getting your tickets and missing quite a fun show an interactive experience it uh, is we'll be hosting our our fall gear fall gear uh as whoever wants to enter can have the chance to face fire frank for That's the right. bde championship it's yeah. gonna be some games some eliminations and a lot of fun 
How do we incorporate a tortilla challenge uh, somehow? I think you. I, I don't know if we're going to convince other people to, to get that. slapped by tortillas. Yeah. If, if right. you want me to slap you with tortillas, no, I'm quite right. happy to do it. It's all right. I guess we can save it for another time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's going to be crazy, and I can't wait. And of course, Full Gear is going to be awesome. Uh, and and yeah, uh, this whole community of post wrestling and up next and and all this stuff is just so awesome. So we're excited, and we're kind of tying it in with with. Full gear, AW being in Newark and going to that show, which will be awesome. AW pay per views don't miss, and uh, super excited for that. Even right now, we only know one match. We can assume some others after uh, tonight's show, kind of going forward. But but yeah, uh, seems like there's a lot of news going on with AW as the world turns. It just keeps coming and coming because uh, you know we follow uh, other wrestling websites such as Wrestling Inc. Who is reporting that uh, Larry the dog's teeth may, allegedly may or may not have been injured in the uh, brawl out yeah, altercation? I find this all a bit weird because uh, you had the initial statement from Punk's camp that the door was kicked down. Then it seemed like Punk's camp were like, nah, the door wasn't kicked down. Right. And now it's coming out all this time later. When was that? September. All Out was my birthday, right? right September yeah. 3rd. Since then, yeah. um, suddenly they're going, oh, my dog got hit. It's like, mm, I don't know. I don't know. So, you know, we're all hearing these different stories of people saying, like, I can't wait for the dark side of the ring on this in a yeah. few years or 10 years or whatever. But, like, I want to know from the actual people. I want to know the actual story. Till then, it's all going to be speculation. Mm. And I'm all for that. That's, like, interesting. I, you know, I don't want to, I'm not celebrating that. There may have been an animal that was injured, but but uh, I'm I was seeing that uh, Nick Houseman from uh, Wrestling Inc was reporting that uh, you know there was this incident where possibly allegedly yeah. that the teeth were were hurt that now the teeth had like days removed now had to be removed, removed. because of an injury when there was there was different reports of people saying uh, Kenny Omega was saving the dog A Steel was biting people so okay yeah <laughs> like so what's going on if you're describing you're like oh there was this crazy fight it was it was like these three against these three there was a dog involved um everyone was fighting ace uh sorry larry got his teeth knocked out ace bit someone and you were to tell me one of these characters is the dog yeah you would think it's think larry's it, it, the human got his punched his teeth knocked out and ace the dog really bit weird. someone. really bizarre um ace is gone ace uh, is apparently gone. as well yeah yeah so just kind of interesting we'll see him punks con- will he be still be part of AEW. The, they tease the elite here in this episode. Like I would say, that's a tease for the elite, airing that like promo kind of their voices and clips I, of them. I feel, and this is pure, complete speculation yeah, with no it. evidence or anything like yeah. that. I feel uh, the elite came in for a chat. Punk was amped up, punched them. You could void his contract with that and be like, "No, you're out." But he's fighting because he wants this buyout. So he's like, no, my dog got hit. They came in. They kicked uh, the door down. And that's purely me just speculating with no evidence or anything. Right, right. So that's, that's just you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. It's, again, I, I kind of want to know the full story when, it, when it's all kind of set and done, if we ever get to that way. If all you know, parties do kind of eventually one day open up, you know, you shoots or whatever. Mm-hmm. Down the line, I'm sure we'll hear more information. But like... It is it is interesting because it's all wrestling fans want to talk about. It's like mm. it's all like the big thing since the CM Punk thing. And in a weird way, it did help 
ratings, I think. A lot of people tune into AW just to kind of see, even though a lot of these characters involved were not shown on TV since this uh, alleged, like, uh, confrontation, mm. altercation. So, yeah, it continues to be uh, just like a crazy world where there's, like, stories coming out where people are saying, you know, this and that and biting and dogs' teeth and doors getting knocked down and fights and... I don't know. Where was Luther and Serpentico when all this was going down? That's what I want. I don't know. I saw them the other week on, on Dark or Rampage. With my $117 ticket yeah, right. to Rampage. Yeah, true. Yeah. I, I could doing, see Luther and Serpentico. They're doing fine, yeah. Yeah, they're doing all right. Uh, yeah, and then I saw some clips of Britt Baker showing up on Swerve's podcast. Yeah. Which, uh, which was interesting as well because, I mean, you have, again, which seems to me like an actual issue between some people and they're kind of just – Wild Wild West style, like saying yeah, what they want. It's like all of this is pretty kind of entertaining as far as juicy gossip and shit sure. goes. Yeah, sure. But like, they need to sort out this locker room, right? Yeah. Like it's a mess. Um, it's Britt Baker. Like you had the the like sandbagging incident on TV where she gave her the sandbag. It's like I get she's playing a heel on TV, so you can give some things a pass but i don't know it's all weird with this whole thunder rosa like people claiming she like did a sean lost her smile leaving this whole interim slash not interim championship and then i felt kind of swerve was like goading her a little to i I, I felt he kind of was being a bit shitty as well and i don't i don't know either side but like as far as from the public eye, Thunder Rose has kept very quite quiet about all this. Yeah. And all we keep hearing is every week on TV is dicks thrown towards her. And then this kind of thing. I don't know. I, I don't think I'm sure there's there's shit on both sides For and sure. that, but it's I think it's kind of embarrassing coming from a company it, that yeah, tried yeah. to grow and had such a good couple of years and now like the TV hasn't been as good. This year, I think there has been some really good stuff, don't get me wrong, but the TV hasn't been as good this year. And you're getting issue after issue with, like, Sammy and Eddie, Sammy and Andrade, The Elite and Punk, and now Brit and Thunder Rosa, all of this stuff. It's just getting a bit, like, sort your shit out. Yeah, like, can't we all get along and make money? Mm. Like, isn't that what this is about? And entertaining people, and yeah. instead it's like, you know, everyone just seems to maybe not, you know, like each other. And and you still have some wrestling fans who are like, oh, it's it's all work and it's the new way of wrestling how it works. But but how would this be if it makes things just look sloppy shop, as AEW yeah. once uh, put it? Yeah, really really weird. I actually love uh, Swerve, and I thought his co- I, I have to listen to more of his podcast. I thought it was good. But you were you were right. He was goading her into saying he was welcoming. He was like, all right, so tell me. And he was like. Come on, and I felt like yeah. the uh, the co-host as well. I I don't know who. That oh, he's is. fantastic. Yeah, blanking um, on his name. Now. But he was he was kind of I thought taking shots because he was basically calling Brit like the star of right. AEW, Stone Cold, and he's going. And if do you think the Rock was like taking shots at right. Stone Cold? He was like, no. He looked up to him and was like, saw what he could be, and was like, let's make money. But I I don't know. It just felt a little shitty towards. Yeah. Thunder Rosa, I thought. It's weird. There's definitely different... Like, this This wouldn't be the best way to kind of sell, you know, something. Although, like, you know, again, more controversy, the more it'll create views. But I just feel like it's kind of going about it but the wrong then, way. It's, For sure, yeah. I don't think... It doesn't grow beyond the wrestling bubble. Yeah. 
You know, that that's what I don't get. Like, uh, the wrestling fans are in. Yeah. They're in. So I don't think it's... It wouldn't break through to people that normally just care about, I don't know, NFL. That's all they watch. And then they hear, oh, did you hear about Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa going out? Right. Fucking who? Yeah. Who? Like, I don't really see... I think it's a different era. And therefore, say, I don't think it being a work you're or right. whatever really does help anyone. You're right. It is a different era. Actually, I watched something last night before going to bed and ended up loving it, which was uh, I jumped ahead to the second episode of Tales from the Territory. Oh, okay. The Rocks, Vice, yeah, yeah. Wrestling, the new wrestling show. And I saw the first episode was about Memphis. I'm like, all right, I kind of don't want to. I see there's a few episodes out by now. Jerry I'm like, ah, like, like I can, but I, I actually watched a lot of it back in the day on Fight Network and stuff. So I was like, ah, okay, what's the second episode? Jerry Lawler, Andy Kaufman. Okay. So I watched that. And I loved it, man. Like, that was awesome. That is, a, I think, is a must-watch for wrestling fans. I'm pretty sure Lawler airs out some stuff he's never really okay. clarified before. And a lot of it is with Andy Kaufman being the ultimate, is it a work or is it part of the yeah. show? You know, is it, is, it, is it a shoot? Is it a work kind of thing? And, uh, I mean, Andy Kaufman, like, some of the stuff they reveal in this show is, like uh, – you know, they, they're supposed to injure him and then that was it. And then he just like gets up and leaves and he's like laying there and they're like, well, we can't, he's like, order me an ambulance. They're like, well, like, no, it's expensive. We can't, you have to order a real one. And he's like, I got it covered. And then it's like things like that. Like people didn't know mm. what, like to this day, it, like people didn't know what was what. And I, I don't know. I thought that was but awesome. But also with that, what works about that is it is crossing over. Yeah. It's crossing over to different things. If was this huge. was like taxi, Britt Baker with an issue with, I don't know. Yeah. Young Sheldon. Cardi B. <laughs> yeah, 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 like yeah, it would, yeah. It would cross over. Right, right. But this is two... No one fucking knows who these two are outside, outside of... I'm of sure there's a load yeah. of WWE fans who don't have a fucking clue who yeah. these two are. Yeah. I don't see who it's helping. Yeah, no. It, it's definitely like the lines of blurring. Why would you make that the, mm. like, the thing? Yeah, but the, sure. uh, the shows are good. I, I haven't really been hearing much about it yeah it certainly really not good. to the level of a dark side i heard stuff, nothing about it to be honest i am i wouldn't mind watching it yeah i heard nothing about it and then uh we, we got this new roku tv so it had like different vice things on it and then i it sparked me to go hey how many of these episodes about and i think the fourth one or third one oh, just is it dropped. on there i don't remember what i used okay. to watch it but i i i then saw that it was a kaufman one and i'm a huge fan of taxi uh, the tv show with kaufman and uh recently watched man on the moon as well so i was like all right i'm in the zone and i just thought Lawler, Jimmy Hart, Jerry Jarrett, and Jeff Jarrett. Um, okay. Just at the as the round table with then amazing clips and stuff, like fantastic stuff. That was that was really good. Again, a lot of stuff that I've never heard. Uh, mm-hmm. even in Lawler's book, he didn't mention some of the things that he mentions in this. So I could see eventually when people get around watching this, the old heads of wrestling will be like, wait a second, he he, he can't just I say mean, that. I, I or... wonder yeah, I, I think there's probably a time where all of this has been kayfabe for so long. Yeah. And then, I don't know, you saw Undertaker on Instagram with Michelle McCool and you're like, all right, let's yeah, tell our it. stories. Yeah, like, yeah, as soon, I don't know, as soon as he like dropped everything yeah. and started talking and doing his TED Talks and stuff, I think everyone can be like, all right, this is actually what happened in the 80s. It, like, it, went, it went way too far. Like For years, Andy Kaufman's parents hated Lawler because they didn't know it was a work. <laughs> and then finally they're like fucking andy like what are you talking about so the yeah. story of uh jericho and uh fuck the wrestler uh my um mickey Rourke. Mickey, mickey Rourke. yeah where like jericho is just healing on him on tv and then uh like mickey Rourke comes in with all this security one day and they're like what the fuck 
he's like, oh, that guy wants to like fight me. And he's like, I'm going to fucking kill him. And it's like, Jericho's like, what? But he hears him on an interview or something. Right. Yeah. And he's like, Yo, I was, I was working. And he's like, what? It was like, I was working. I was, it's working I was leg, acting. Brother. It was like, you were acting? I was like, yeah, that's, that's, that's what we do. We act. It's like, I thought you really hated me and wanted to like fuck me up. It's like, no, remember we put this storyline on. <laughs> we have a match, Mickey. Mickey. You're, you're an actor. <laughs> like, you're about to win like the Golden Fine. Globe. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Damn, Randy the Ram. <laughs> I have to rewatch that movie. It's, I love that one. Uh, yeah, sometimes, you know, kayfabe and the real life, uh, it can blur together and we don't know. And that's okay. Uh, I was trying to think of some other things that I saw that was kind of kayfabe and, and real life was Zac Efron oh. as the Von Erich in the Von Erich movie. He's, he's, he's going on that uh, rock trajectory, isn't he? Really? Because like in, in like yeah. High School Musical, he... What was his name? Troy was, Baxter? Uh, um, Troy Troy. Colton. It was Troy. Colton. Bolton. Troy Bolton. Troy, Bo- Troy, Troy Bolton, Bolton, I think. Yeah, um, he was like he was not skinny, but yeah. like he's just he's just grown bigger and bigger. He then did Baywatch with with Rock. Oh yeah, oh, that's where he got his tips. Yeah, um, but Rock yeah, he's fucking up. huge. I'm I am looking forward to this. Yeah, with the film. dude from the Bear as well. There's a few. The cast is actually pretty stacked. Mm. Uh, if I'm looking at it, that looks that looks pretty awesome. Yeah, uh, super interested in seeing that movie when it comes out. We'll definitely be chatting about that in probably a few years when it drops. Uh, I also, last note is uh, I saw John Pollock, the king of this shit, on Twitter saying that uh, everyone should go watch Tomohiro Ishii versus Ren Narita from New Japan uh, earlier today. So I put that on, and man, was he right. 15 minutes yeah, of fury. Yeah, these two are killing each other. I won't even spoil it for you, but uh, if you haven't watched it, go check it out. Ren Narita, uh, he was the one uh, at Wrestle Kingdom, right? Um Sorry, he he fought Shibata. Shibata right? came back in his I thing, think. right? And we've seen we've seen him before, uh, and I think yeah, he he's, really, he's one of the. Yeah. He's still a young lion, but he yeah. he stepped up. Honestly, that was a, an awesome match, and definitely good seeing good stuff from Ishii again, getting that taste of quite possibly uh, worst match of the year from uh, his match with Evil, still yeah. looming in the back of my my head. I won't let that one go. It's still up there. It's it's got to be right. Just because, top. like, it, you're it'll be good. Mench- it will yeah. at least be an honorable mention. I wouldn't blame anyone uh, for picking December. it. Yeah, yeah. The picks are going to be coming soon. November's around the corner. Then December. It's, it's going to be time it's soon. It's like crept up. Yeah, yeah. DMs are always open for your list. The other day, I had a nice chat with our friend Sam, and he was like, oh, "My match of the year, though, still FTR Briscoes." And I was like, "Oh, interesting. Hmm. I think a lot of people would agree." But there's I, some other I ones. might Sunday do some catching up. I got to watch that FTR Aussie Open. Oh still. man, so good. Um, and I, yeah, I think the Vikingo Ray Phoenix. Ray Phoenix dude. Oh like man, yeah, killer match as well. Yeah, uh, which they mentioned the the main event of that show with uh, Penton uh, Villano Four. Uh, okay. From the the show as well. Uh, and uh, I guess we'll jump into some dynamite, but this is when I can remind everyone to go support the podcast at patreon.com slash up next for five bucks North American tier. You get access to almost 500 podcasts, retro NXT reviews, movie reviews, retro pay-per-view reviews, such as Halloween Havoc 1997 that we just dropped, a review of The Karate Kid Part 3 to tie in with Cobra Kai. We also have a review of the Omen, featuring someone from Horror Press. Shout out Bash Ortega. Yeah. That was an awesome show if you're into the horror stuff. Same as Hocus Pocus 1 and 2. That came out. As well as, we're going to be dropping tomorrow, featuring a pick from one world champ, Jared, who picked the selection. It's it's not quite spooky season, but it's a scary movie. We're counting it as one. 
it's a movie that's been asked a lot by our listeners, and that is Jurassic Park. Yeah, the original Jurassic Park we're going to be reviewing, and that'll be out for all North American and up tiers. Talking about uh, Raptors. What, electric fences, wobbly jelly, <laughs> and uh, whether a triceratops is soft or not. And uh, sexy Jeff Goldblum. Sexy Jeff Goldblum. Not wearing a shirt for a yeah. lot of the movie, and it's okay. For yeah. no reason. <laughs> it's all right. Have we mentioned, uh, the review's not out yet, but we recorded, but it's okay. We'll spoil that. We reveal that we own a Jeff Goldblum shower curtain, and... Uh, Many people who've been to the BDE can confirm or deny. Really a, wait, is that that guy from... Is it's what always what everyone say. says. <laughs> Actually, the first reaction is always, ah! And then they go, what the fuck is that? Is that Jeff Goldblum? And, then like, and what, is, is that a sloth? <laughs> who's, who's next to him? Oh, it's Harambe. Why? Because. <laughs> we're, uh, we're funny people. Yeah, go support us at patreon.com slash up next. You get five bucks for, per month. It lasts for the whole month. Patreon rebills you right when you signed up the next month. So you get your bang for your buck. And you can access everything in the archives that we've ever done and discussed and all that stuff. So go check us out and support your boys because, hey, this is uh, what keeps the lights on is our Patreon. So go check it out. And thank you very much. We do thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about some AEW Dynamite from Wednesday, October 26th. And we start off with a opening tag match featuring the Blackpool Combat Club going up against the Jericho Appreciation Society. Chris Jericho and Daniel Garcia versus Claudio Castagnoli and Wheeler Yuta. We have uh, Jericho and Daniel are getting a series of elbows from Yuta and Claudio. They're doing a lot of the Blackpool Combat Club, club like in stereo elbows. The swing is countered. Jericho ends up hitting the triangle drop kick and starts beating down on Claudio. And eventually he comes back with a pop-up uppercut, which looks great. Wheeler is in. He's on fire hitting a series of moves. There's a judgment slam for a, a really uh, close near fall. And then Claudio assists him in spinning him out for a tornado DDT onto Garcia. Uh, eventually Cesaro gets caught with a code breaker, which looked great. I feel like Jericho had a few matches where the code breaker didn't look that yeah. good. And then he literally goes, all right, I got to fix that. And does, cause I, he, he tries to do it a lot from the catching out. Nowhere, yeah. And I don't know, it's not as but like, say, snug as it used to be, but ne- no, I'd say the past like few months ago, it wasn't that good. Mm. And now he's like definitely improved it. It looks a lot, lot better. Uh, Wheeler eventually hits a huge con Hilo to the outside onto everyone. Claudio hits a power bomb on Jericho, and therefore Jericho couldn't hit the hit, use the bat while getting power bombed. Eventually, Claudio does the swing on Jericho, but while also having Garcia on top mm. of his shoulders in the airplane spin. We've seen him do this before, but I feel like these guys are just a little. I mean, Garcia is not like the biggest dude, but like Jericho, also not like you know big big dude, but to have two people. And swing them, that's yeah, impressive. Yeah, I feel Jericho is is a tough swing yeah, these days for sure. as well. Yeah, uh, uh, looked, impressive stuff. Look very incredible. Uh, and then Cesaro counters the Judas effect and all the outside interference and eventually gets Jericho alone, hits him with the neutralizer, one, two, three, and pins the man who pinned him for the Ring of Honor championship. So Cesaro, sorry, Claudio getting his win back. Yeah, I like that. I think... Um, I think Cesaro will... Sorry, Claudio <laughs> will be... Uh, will be having another shot later down the line. And I think it works. We see from the promos later on, but it works these two uh, being paired together for this match because they're kind of uh, being on the same side uh, with this Brian Danielson stuff. And it also means you can be like, all right, Danielson, like kind of top that. 
yeah. in the story of the show. So I thought it was a fun match watching uh, Cesaro, sorry, fuck, Claudio <laughs> do his like power up where he just takes out everyone oh, who's man, taking yeah. out the JS. I need to see him and John Silver tag for a match oh. and do the spot where both do it. I don't know, lumberjack match or something where they have to just take out. No, like, let him, just let him tag one time. Like, no, but I'm just like, why would you have like five people each side of the ring? Or, I, I want them to like both well, at the on. same time be taking out 10 people. Well, hold on. You could do, you could do combat club versus, uh, Dark Order, and then they're doing it. Doing yeah, it they're doing it at the same time, yeah, and then fun. they meet, and it's like, "You're me, yeah. I'm you." Uh, yeah, that would I be think insane. That would be really fun. Um, also, interesting has at least I don't know. I don't watch Rampage all the time. What's that? But I don't think uh, Claudio's one with the neutralizer. It's been mainly the Ricola bomb since he's come. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, so it was uh, cool so to see just that. interesting him winning with his old. Like his WWE finisher. Yeah, are we to assume Jericho faces him at Final Battle? Jer- yeah, I think that makes sense. Right, that's the main event. Yeah, and you could do. Oh wait, so Rev uh, Full Gears first, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. So you could. They do need to be on the pay per view. So yeah, I think maybe you do Claudio Jericho at Full Gear, and he gets the title back. And then you do at Final Battle. It could be Joe. Claudio? No, Joe. Joe Jericho. Joe Jericho. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. yeah. Or you could flip that. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, I definitely see a a rematch down the line. We go backstage. Renee Paquette, uh, her shoot name, is there with Brian Danielson, who's got a match later on with Sammy Guevara. He says he's frustrated. He's frustrated Jericho beat him. He's frustrated that he's got to face Sammy Guevara. He's frustrated that uh, Wheeler Yuta was frustrated with him. And he says, uh, even our own boys, like, it seems like there's some issues here. So tonight I'm going to take it out on Sammy Guevara. And I, it's not anything personal with Sammy, but I really don't like him. And I, I hate him. And I hate no, his... Well, no, he, it's funny. He says, like, I know everyone uh, hates him right now. He's yeah. like, everyone hates him right now. I don't hate him, but he's got, a, like, a stupid fucking... Stupid smug smile and a and... stupid vlog <laughs> <laughs> that he loves to diss. And this is when Claudio and Wheeler, who just are coming back from their match, walk in and uh, Yuda's like, hey, you're frustrated with me? Well, I'm not your son. I'm I'm a grown-ass man and I can make up things for myself and kind of gets in his face and Claudio stops them from like getting in a, an altercation here. But the... The, the inside feud from the combat club uh, kind of happening. I like it. I, I thought this felt uh, quite real and less sports entertainment when we've had these inner fights. Like, right. it, it feels like something you'd have in a group. It's like, yo, you're not my fucking dad. Yeah. Like, that kind of thing. The guy, Claudio, here being like, yo, let's chill. We'll talk this out. We don't need to fight. Yeah. And Regal being like, teacher. Almost. Right. I, I thought they all played it really well. And I think Wheeler's been um, impressing, actually, with the the kind of, you know, stories he had to carry recently yeah. and promos and stuff. Yeah, I wonder if we go to... I know it's kind of odd, but would Danielson Yuta be the full gear match? Oh, okay. I, I can see them definitely having a match to, like, right, let's get this out of our system. Yeah. That kind of thing. Not as enemies, but, like, right. all right, we need to... Blow off some steam and yeah, it could I can be see full them gear. do that sort of thing. Maybe considering Jericho is tied up, I don't know what you would do with Garcia at that point. Well, have have Danielson and Garcia had the rubber match? No, 
That would Although be... was it two out of three? Was it the second one? Yeah. I remember. Oh man, all those matches were fucking amazing. So you could do that. Danielson Jericho. It's the, these two teams have been feuding. It, for it's a while. interesting because these two teams have been feuding for so long. Yeah, now. it's Cobra Kai, and uh, and it's kind of just bled in from the Eddie feud, who he's just gone off doing whatever. Yeah. Now, <laughs> um, but also Jericho's doing his own kind of thing with the ROH, the Ocho people. Um, yeah, there's a lot of different ways you could go. Or yeah. would it? could you see a, I don't think I want to team up kind of match. Nah. I think a series point. of singles would yeah. be good. We have a video where it's showing clips of days before AEW, clips of the elite, you know, basically teasing the formation of double or nothing and, and all in and all out and stuff. But the video is like taking them out of the... It's like all these key moments yeah. from them, like right from the, the like the press conference kicking off AEW. Yeah, and, and like... Scri- and like, then being Thanos snapped yeah. out of it. Yeah. I don't feel so good. Yeah. Uh, so clearly a tease that the elite are coming Our back. scripts. <laughs> They're scripts because they're scripts. Yeah, yeah this yeah. is them like because they, they're disappearing. Yeah, this is them being officially written off. So then, because if if you don't follow the internet, where where have the elite gone? True. Yeah, Tony just came on and got rid like vacated all the titles. We don't know what happened. Yeah, this this is their official write off, and they're showing up in the Fed next week as scripts. Someone like there's got to be a lot of people out there who like don't know. Like where they are, they're just like, oh, I guess they're just not around right now. Uh, yeah, I I think that we'll see them show up again. I think that they should wrestle at full gear. I think this is the first signal that we would be seeing them. I would instantly put them in the trios match Death with triangle. Death Triangle. Uh, I guess that would be the move. But yeah, the problem I see with that, which I like, obviously will be a fantastic match. I think. I think did they face in the tournament? I can't I remember. Like, there were so many. I feel different like matches. they did. Yeah. So the problem is with that is you kind of want the elite to win right away. And it kind of just, I don't know, kind of shits on Death Triangle a little. Well, their storyline like, is there we, like we imploding naughty. anyways. We've we've had to leave. You've got our titles. But their storyline is Pax turning evil anyways. Mm. So, I mean, yeah, could do that in some way, shape or form. Uh, yeah, I think, I think we see them at the pay-per-view. I think, I think I'd rather them step away from the trios. And just like write that off and have like Bucks confront FTR and Kenny confront. Well, we already it, have whether it be MJF or or thing. Just at the pay per view. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I well, mean, who, whoever wins the tag titles, whoever wins the world. Yeah. I mean, I it would be cool to see them wrestle on the pay per view, but yeah, yeah. But it, there's a first tease here that mm. clearly they're coming back. I mean, it's like oh, they're erasing them from history, meaning they're they were. Back. They were mentioned last week, weren't they? Yeah. There was a, or, or they were shown on it. Yeah, that's right. Hangman. Yeah. And I think they were shown in a video package or something. So, yeah, that's cool. We go to the Jericho. They're, they're needed. Back, yeah. I think. The Jericho Appreciation Society are backstage. They're fuming after the, their loss earlier, but unfortunately, I can't hear them. I don't know if it was our feed. And then I asked a few of our friends and they're like, yeah, I can't mm. hear what they were saying. Uh, basically, Jericho's pissed off. And says that he challenges any former Ring of Honor champion to a match next week. So the Ocho continues. The Ocho of Honor. Who do you, who do you want next week? Uh, I don't know. I, I know this is, he isn't a former Ring of Honor champion, but Ultimo Dragon uh, has been poking around and saying some things that I'm like, yeah, I would like to see that. That really doesn't have anything to do with the ROH title right now. 
Uh, we just got Matt Taven, so you could go to him. Uh, yeah, I, I feel a lot of these guys would want to cancel their matches. I think, like, if I was Jay Lethal, I'd be like, hang on, why am I... Why am, what, I, sorry, why am I mad at Derby? Yeah. I, I'm really not sure why he's mad at, mad at okay, Derby. Okay, who else can we? But, can it be then? Uh, Christopher Daniels? That's someone you could do. I mean, he's employed by them, for yeah. sure. Um, um, Jerry Lynn? I, I think that was his, his write-off. I, th- I think that was their moment. Getting tombstones? Uh, PCO? Would you bring in PCO? PCO, yeah. Recently re-signed with Impact yeah. for another year, but that's okay. You can come yeah, in. It's... It's fine. Who else? Uh, Adam Cole. Don't know if that's going to be mm. the, the case. Um, we said Matt Taven already, right? We have. Yeah. <laughs> uh, any of the? Uh, sorry, Jay. Jay Briscoe. AJ, Jay Briscoe. Damn. Isn't okay. it Jay who won it? It's Jay Briscoe yeah. who won it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that would be pretty wild. I don't know. I don't. I think Christopher Daniels. You think I Daniels? Think it, I think it's like a safe bet. Because they need, they, they, I think they're going to do this a few times. So I do expect we need the Jerry Lynn match. <laughs> we need to see it. he tombstoned him, but I like, think I know. I think that was his his like right off though. Yeah, I think they're like we can't have a match. I'm going to give you the safest tombstone ever on the. Damn, he's very slowly went down. With I that. really want to see that match though. That'd be great. That'd be good. What if what if Jerry Lynn's like look. I can't wrestle, but I want someone to like to fill in for me, and it's it's RVD or someone. I don't know. Somebody's <laughs> not been ROH champion or something. Yeah. Cool. Uh, we go to our next match, number one contenders tag match for the tag titles, uh, which I presume is happening at full gear as well. FTR taking on Swerve in our glory. The acclaimed come out before the match starts, and they scissor with chairs, and then they sit down to watch the match from the ramp. And uh, Tony Schiavone saying. Uh, smart move by the veteran manager, Daddy Ass, because why not study your opponents yeah, firsthand here? Exactly. Uh, giving Daddy Ass uh, the rub. And the gun club doing the same in the front row. They're in like wigs and. Outfits. I think they're dressed as FTR. Was that okay. the thing? Oh, okay. Because I thought, oh, are they trying to be it in disguise? Like, yeah. And then commentary kept on going, oh, it's the gun club front row. So I think they would try it because one was bald. Right. One was in a bald. Oh, rug. which one's Dawson? Which one? Yeah, I think that's what they were going for. Well, this match starts off with uh, a Swerve kind of doing some cheeky stuff and Keith Lee, his own partner, kind of giving him this look like, hey, come on, what are you doing? Keith Lee is in there with both members early on and does the crazy leapfrog drop down into a double crossbody onto both of them. The crowd heats up. During picture in picture, uh, Swerve is now beating down on Cash and keeps like kind of being a bit more ruthless and attacking him. Uh, finally, uh, Dax is tagged in, who hits a series of cra- crazy German suplexes and more Germans, and then Cash hits the Dragon suplex for a near fall. Uh, there's then uh, Swerve and Our Glory, who come back with the forearm Enziguri combo on Cash, and then an electric chairlift by Keith Lee, who then spins him and throws him into Swerve, who hits a sit-down Liger Bomb for a near fall. Eventually, Dax comes in and po- goes to powerbomb Swerve, counters Arana, and catches him in midair, deadlifting him, the... the the muscles on Dax, yeah. basically going for the slingshot powerbomb. That 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 counter is turned into a Rana counter. But when Dax finally gets to his feet, he counters another Rana into the slingshot, into the powerbomb. But Swerve kicks out. Yeah, this is great. Yeah, crazy crowd reaction here and a definite reaction from me and you watching uh, on our couch. Uh, we then get the what the the headbutt by Keith Lee to Cash, just leveling him. But then Lee goes up with Dax. And then Cash finally gets up to the other corner, and they do the superplex splash combo. But this is on Keith Lee, who's a huge dude. 
they play it up like Cash didn't deliver the splash properly. Yeah, I I actually uh, really like this because commentary, whether it wasn't as clean as as FTR would normally do it or what, commentary did it in such a way where they went, oh, he he got like the side of him. He didn't fully get all that. And it was a two count. So I thought commentary covered it quite nicely, but then the replay kept deliberately cutting out the impact. And I was like, no, you should actually show that, especially yeah. if it's a two, if it was the finish, you know, cool. Okay, maybe you might want to sweeten it up, but it's a, a fight. And I think, I think you should embrace kind of the, not that it's a mistake, but you know, when it's not so clean. It's I still look good though. I thought commentary sold it really well, how they're going like, oh man, if he just landed like that inch further, that could have been a three count there. It still looked good. Oh, it, looked it was great. like to his like side and back. Yeah. yeah, it looked great. But Keith Lee kicks out of it. Eventually, they hit Keith Lee with the big rig, which is a very big rig there uh, for a near fall. But it's swerved because the near fall is when he pulls Dax out of the ring. This was shot brilliantly yeah. as well because you thought it was it and then Dax just disappears. I, I thought, great, great near fall here. Yeah, uh, Swerve pulls him out of the ring. And then when Keith Lee and the ref don't see Swerve, low blows to Dax and then the gun club ringside grab on to cash holding him down and keith lee doesn't know that dax was hit with the low blow and hits him with the big bang catastrophe for the one two three and swerve and our glory are now again going to be facing the acclaimed for the tag titles but keith lee didn't know his partner was doing the cheeky shit i i really like this because i think first of all i thought the match was great yeah um i think both both teams have actually been putting on some really nice stuff but ftr are just having that absolute killer year um this was no exception uh i really really enjoyed this but i i love the booking of it because i think the end goal is to get these aw titles onto ftr i think it has been a goal for a while yeah and i think they deserve it they have been the best team of the year um in in the world i think um but also, it feels really soon and a bit shitty to go to FTR Acclaimed right now because the Acclaimed are still in a little bit of a honeymoon period. For sure. They deserve these titles, and I think it would be nice for them at least to have, you know, one pay-per-view cycle defending them. So you can do the final like rubber match between Swerve and Our Glory where you can have the, the Acclaimed retain, and that can cause the breakup of swerving our glory and then you're having all the little seeds being planted along the way with keith lee like not being happy with swerve's cheating and that kind of thing and then in this match the result of the match came from swerve low blowing which i'm sure keith lee's gonna see on on the replay and stuff and get pissed off about it so i think this result and the booking of it serves so many purposes yeah it was perfect booking it really was is there gonna be a swerve in their glory when Keith Lee reveals, yeah, I know we were cheating the whole time. What, you think I didn't know? Come on. Yeah. That's, I think that's where we're going. And they're getting the titles back from the he, What, he does the Rick Knox where he just turns randomly to look you away. You mean Rick Knox never oh, paying attention that. to the match he's supposed that. to be the ref of? Rick Knox has got to be the worst Oh, ref. no, but the, the lady the on the outside the is talking to me. So I, We love yelling his, at Rick, Rick Knox. Rick Knox always, also wears JBL pants. <laughs> He fixed them this week, though. JVL? Yeah, because yeah, he, he, he to... has Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Out of all people, I, I, he knew he knows better to wear did pants he like do, that. Did he do the, the Undertaker thing? You know when Undertaker, like, 
lost his bag or forgot right. his pants or something. So, so borrow the Godfather's. Borrow Godfather's. <laughs> was that what JBL did? Sure. Did he like, like come in like gym gear or whatever? Borrow Omos's pants. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> he came in his. Omos had a match. What's so going like, on with that on Raw? By the way, the JBL Combat Club. Cena told me that was something going what, him on. And, him and Corpse. Him and he's Corbin now. Yeah. Oh man, it's, that sucks. It's great stuff. Ah, okay. Yeah. So I won't be watching Raw again. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I really love this tag match, though. Uh, the, the booking of the ending served the purpose in getting everyone over. FTR, I hope, are continue to be booked because they continue to show that they have amazing matches. Best tag team of the year, no doubt. Uh, and want to see them on the pay-per-view. But acclaimed Swerve in Our Glory 3 has to happen at full gear, I think. And it will be even better than the other ones, which I can't wait to see. So, scissor me, daddy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we go to... Uh, Renee Paquette backstage with Soraya and in comes Britt Baker who starts yelling at her interrupting her. Britt Baker, you know, the the queen of interrupting people Mm. uh, in promos. And basically, don't start with me, bitch. And Renee says, look, if you two want to do this, this isn't the way. I know a way. Oral sessions next week on Dynamite. <laughs> so that's what we're getting. I I really like... They're giving Renee a lot of the um, the Tony Schiavone spots. Yeah. So Tony's like, I I can't run around this Tony's much. steps are going to be depleted on his I know, Fitbit. I know. He's that- going to need to find a new workout. So tennis or something. Um, so they're, they're using Renee for a lot of those segments. And I always thought in... WWE, she she was someone that showed personality. She's great, but they're letting her be like have her full personality now, and I like that. Whereas a Marvez would cower away at these two fighting, she's like, "Oi, no, do this next week. Like, yeah. Stop this. You're not interrupting my interviews." Right. Drawing on her history with Paige, sorry, Soraya as well. Yeah. No, I thought Renee was great, and also um, something they did on this show that I think they announced it before the Danielson Yuda bit is they uh how this is now the the mongo position um because of the um the guy that worked for AEW. i'm trying to get his name here brian fuck i had this written down earlier i feel bad but yeah it's the guy that they did a tribute for on on dynamite last week or rampage last week who passed away okay they yeah named right their, their gorilla position is named after him as the mongo position oh now. amazing um oh that's awesome in the yeah, uh, Brian Muster, nice this guy. Uh, Damn, poor one out, passed away last week. So yeah, for real, they so they've actually changed the setting. I don't know if you've noticed, but they've stood like literally by the curtain to come out. Uh, it was a little darker. It wasn't like in front of an AEW screen or stuff. Okay. So I like that. That's kind of her corner now, the Mongo position, and right. also pays tribute to him every week. Which yeah, is pretty nice. That is nice. That is very nice. Well, Renee is having a busy night because now she's going to have an interview with MJF outside on the stage for the crowd here. Uh, it cuts to MJF coming out to a huge ovation and someone in the crowd with a MJF is better than Moses sign. Uh, MJF says, yes, the devil has arrived. Where are all my devil worshippers? Uh, we should send MJF uh, a link to our review of The Omen. Yeah. I'm sure he'd be a big fan. Yeah. Shout out Damien. Um MJF continues saying uh, that uh, he's he's here and he he's not he's not really vexed about uh, John Moxley and Penta later tonight when asked by Renee and mentions that uh, all these poor's people, meaning poor people, uh, love her. 
he then says, why should I be scared of a guy who does this? And then does a pretty spot on uh, John Moxley uh, impression. It's, yeah, he's like, I'm going to crush your bones. You're going to gargle your piss. I'm going to drink your blood. And then he goes, you know what? I don't care about John Moxley because all he is to me is three words. And it starts with M. M-I-D. Mid. And, uh, and he says, like, with all due respect. And then he says that. And Renee says... Well, you know, if you say with all due respect and then say something like then that is not with due respect. And he re- rebuttals with, well, Renee, with all due respect, shut your mouth. This was brilliant. <laughs> yeah. She so got a huge so laugh funny. from us. But uh, also like the like the elephant in the room is this is Moxley's wife. Yes. So like almost like tread lightly what you're saying here, yeah. MJF. Uh, he then says that it doesn't matter what Moxley says and it doesn't matter what that flea infested old man William Regal who says he didn't want to use the didn't have to use the nux well how about this i promise i won't use my dynamite ring at full gear i won't use it because that chip has turned into the chip on my shoulder and in full gear my backyard i'm fighting for every sorry scumbag who told me i wasn't good enough when stokely walks out I almost still call him Malcolm Bivens. I think I've got him written as Malcolm Stokely. Malcolm Stokely. <laughs> yeah, nice. Uh, he starts talking, but MJF ain't having none of that and kind of knocks the microphone out of his hand and says, if you ever interrupt me again or lay a finger or anyone else in the firm touch John Moxley, then you're fired. And then he says, now finish my finish my catchphrase, people. My name is MJF and I'm better than you and you know it. Uh, yeah, another promo kind of continuing the the feud, but I think it was a little like interesting considering it's so it, Renee. Well, uh, also he's playing being a a babyface. I thought last week's segment with Regal, I I thought MJF came up on top, even though Regal kind of had the last word. He then did the thing that you'd never expect from him at the end, and. That's, you know, announcing his date, not doing a sneaky cash-in. Right. Um, He's had this story kind of like the, I think I said last week, it's like the, he's been explaining his origin story right from that punk feud. Yeah, he's Joker. (laughs) Well, it's like explaining how when he was a kid and people threw like nickels and dimes at him when he was trying to be in the football team and then going to see his hero, CM Punk, who then quit. It's like all these things are like, his origin to, to the email with Regal. And I think people are starting to, I think that the hiatus people see this guy as a star want to cheer him now. Whereas you what you watch that first year or two, like it was nuclear heat for this guy. People want to cheer him now. Yeah. And he plays with that. Like he says, he's like saying how much he loves Virginia and still has, he's not, he, and I think this is how he should play it. He's still, is a heel and a bit of a prick. He's like, for all your shortcomings, Virginia, I love you. And it's great. And then the line that, with all due respect, Renee, shut your mouth. It's it's also cheeky funny, whereas before he'd have been like really, really biting Me. towards yeah, her. Yeah. Where it's a little, I'm being a bit of a prick to you, but it's also kind of funny. Um, yeah, the, the, the Moxie impression, funny. Uh, I, I thought this promo was great, but with all this stuff with uh, not Biven Stokely yeah. um, coming out, you go, okay, this is MJF's game plan here. 
or at least at this point, and that's why I found the end quite interesting. I'm like, MJF is luring Mox into this false sense of security where he's going, no, I'm, I want to do this the honest way this time. I want you at 110%. I'm not even going to use my diamond ring. And it makes you think that, oh, he's going to win by, by a beatdown from these guys, a diamond ring punch to the balls, and then one, two, three, or right, whatever. Right. So at this point, I'm like, you're playing this babyface thing really well or tween a thing really well but is this genuine is this all going to be his master plan because he is the devil the devil the devil inside yeah uh, i i love his promo and i'm i'm hyped for the match i think they're doing a good job of this uh, i am a, i i was a bit more confused by the end of the show but we'll get you're a holiday powerhouse you host the dinners shovel neighbors sidewalks and make everything from scratch you definitely don't need help making the holidays happen but duncan's holiday blend coffee a warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt especially the hot caffeinated kind America runs on Duncan. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. To that. We then go to the kingdom because he's Matt Taven. What's and his, he knows it. What's no, his catchphrase? I'm Matt Taven. And he's awesome? Oh, no, it's because I'm Matt, I'm Matt Taven. Because Matt- I'm Matt Taven. Yeah. Uh, I hope he's the guy who faces Jericho next week. Uh, the Kingdom What's Mike Re- Bennett's catchphrase? I'm Mike Bennett. You see, uh, at least Matt Taven <laughs> has a catchphrase. Because <laughs> it's, it's stuck with you for years. I'm Matt Taven. You bring it up like every three months. Because I'm like, Matt I gotta Taven. i got to say Matt Taven's... It's, it's like, all it is. We're reviewing The Omen right now. Why are you doing Because <laughs> I'm Matt Taven. I love Matt Taven. I know you do. He's great. Uh, never forget world champion MSG. Uh, he brings up uh, the fact that Wardlow and Ward Joe, I should say, are Melvins. That used to be his thing in Ring of Honor, calling people Melvins. And he then says that uh, he's a former Ring of Honor Grand Slam champion, meaning tag, TV, and uh, world champion. When it cuts to videos of Wardlow and Samoa Joe talking about how it doesn't matter about all the other accolades that you have or what you have done, because when you get in the ring with us, nothing else matters. It's just us power bombing you and making you a victim of the Powerbomb Symphony. Uh, and then I, I could be wrong. Am I crazy or was Samoa Joe on vacation? It's Mimosa Joe. Mimosa Joe wearing a nice Hawaiian both, shirt. Both them together, like Wardlow in his suit and Joe in this. Tommy this Bahama? Yeah. Sponsored by Tommy Bahama. Dynamite. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I was, I was I, like. I want to see the catalog with these two. <laughs> Tommy Bahama. <laughs> 
kind of down. I mean, summer's over for us. Like, button up shirts did, and funny uh, shirts are over. I did over. make a little picture on the on the up next thing. So go and read. Go look at Mimosa guys. Joe. Look at Mimosa Joe. I love Mimosa <laughs> Joe. Shout out, shout out to Mo Joe and his his great Hawaiian shirts. Great TV champion. I, I like you know I like yeah. a, a Hawaiian shirt. I know it's just too bad. It's like getting close to winter time now. We go to Sammy Guevara versus Daniel Bryan. Oh my goodness, Brian Danielson. <laughs> no wonder Jr. keep doing it. I don't know where he he we was, had too much wine tonight. Yeah, that that could be it. Uh, this match starts off with Sammy Guevara dodging Danielson's moves and eventually hits a double spring jump cutter for a near fall. Eventually, they're going back and forth again. He hits his classic back flips into counters. Daniel fi- Danielson finally grounds him and puts him in the Romero special, trying to make him submit here, and eventually just starts hitting him with all sorts of different strikes and forearms. Uh, eventually, Sammy counters with a huge pop-up knee that stuns Danielson and then sends him to the outside and hits a top-rope springboard moonsault to the outside. Just a thing of beauty here. Uh, to remind everyone uh, just what he is capable of here. Sammy then starts to pick the pieces of Danielson apart with the, some kicks and gets him in the ring and starts hitting with like his own yes kicks. But Danielson just starts no-selling it and shaking his head like, nah, I ain't taking that weak shit, and slaps the 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 taste out of Guevara's, Guevara's mouth here and then hits him with a series of chops and kicks there's a flying elbow there's then uh the backflip where he lands on his feet eventually sammy comes back with a spanish fly uh eventually does that move kind of like andrade actually found it interesting Guevara did this move but it's the move where andrade does the moonsault lands on his feet and does it again so well, they had the fight so. that's what i'm saying yeah yeah it's interesting that he he did it because charlotte does it as well mm. because andrade Eventually goes for a standing star press, but the knee's up from Danielson. Eventually hits him with a Spanish fly again off the top, but it's a near fall. Danielson counters a move with a poison Rana. The best move going. Sammy, like, leaps into this one yeah, as well. Yeah, sells it. Danielson eventually hits him with the Busaiko knee, sending him into another world, and then says he's going to get his head kicked in, and that's exactly what he does. Holds the arms, stomps this poor kid's heads in, and then... Puts him in a triangle hold, and eventually Guevara is put to sleep, and the ref waves it off. Brian Danielson wins the match, defeating Sammy Guevara here. He said he was frustrated. He clearly was. Uh, yeah, r- really strong match between these two. Um, nothing really to fault it, but I do... I don't know. I feel like I'd have been more into this a year ago. They and did I, do it before. No, I'm, I'm think, not sure. Yeah. I, I just... There's something about Sammy right now that he's got a bit of that, um, I don't know, like X-Puck heat. Like actually, sure. we, we just did a best match ever X-Puck and it's like, oh, you watch him back. This guy's really fucking good. Yeah. But at the time, people just didn't want to fucking watch him. Yeah. And I'm getting that a bit with Guevara with all the stuff going on right now and just his, how he hasn't really moved on from being you know, Jericho's lackey since the beginning of Dynamite. Yeah. And and therefore it's like, I, I couldn't fault this match technically, but I can't say it, like, it was just another good match I've watched this week. You know? Yeah. So I didn't get, because I'm not as invested in the character, maybe. And I think that's, that's something Sammy needs to work out because I, I don't think I'm on my own feeling that about Guevara. 
Yeah, at the I, moment. I think he's really talented. I think he's he's really good in the ring, uh, especially a lot of the stuff that he does. But I think there is something that he's kind of been in the same. I know he's evolved in with the the the, the tie stuff, tie mm. stuff. But I mean, I guess that's another thing. Once once things once your like dirty laundry is aired out a little bit, people tend to you know do that and pick yeah. pick sides and and boo you <laughs> and not really care about your stuff. But and that's where he'll get out that, of it. That's kind of what I mean by yeah. the Xbox stuff. It's like oh, you watch this match back in ten years time, and or like people watch it in ten twenty years time for the first time. And go, why did everyone hate this guy? He's yeah, fucking he's sick. he's great. He's, he's awesome. Great. And it was a really strong match, but I can't say it really grabbed me as much as say the main event or the FTR Swerve in our glory match. Yeah. It was a strong show of wrestling. Don't get me wrong. And that this is no fault of the match, but it's just a feeling I kind of have with him as a person and a character right now. Cause he, he hasn't really evolved. Yeah. He, he felt like they were, it was when the TNT title thing happened, that incredible ladder match with Cody. And then that's when all this tie nonsense and, is he a heel? Is he a baby face? Going back Jericho. All that <laughs> happened, and it's just, oh, you've regressed. Yeah, it feels uh, there's something, something's like not the clicking. clicking. And it could be the, the fans' reaction, yeah. uh, especially. But uh, I think he'll get, eventually get out of it and still be uh, a, a bigger deal. I do think he, he just is super talented. Uh, but yeah, uh, a, still a strong match, but not, not, not the highlight of the show, but still, still pretty good. I got into it. We have Ray Phoenix backstage, and he's with uh, Alex. And Ray Phoenix uh, mentions that he's he's excited for his brother Penta to be a double champion tonight. But Ray Phoenix wants to lay his claim for being All Atlantic champion when Christian Cage and Luchasaurus walk in, and Christian says, "You must be talking about the next All Atlantic champion, the the big killing machine, Luchasaurus." When Orange Cassidy comes in and says, well, let's do this next week, baby. So basically setting up a triple threat All-Atlantic title His second match. triple threat in a row. Wow. Is this his gimmick now that he, like... Starts I, fights with other people? Who- no, I, I think it's more, I can't be asked to have two matches. Yeah. So it's like, all right. Let's just fight. All right. right. You, you, both, you both want to go for it? Fine. I'll let's, just so I get, do it. you know, do it in one day. Rampage. Two two That's pretty much how we all feel about Rampage. Rampage. Yeah. We're doing it tonight. We're yeah. taping it. Oh, no. These are live Rampages. These yes. Days, Can't wait Weird. to not watch uh, Yeah. Uh, I like Orange with this title. This it's, is next week, though. This is on Dynamite? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think they announced it for next week. Okay. So. I thought but, it was Rampage. But either either way. Uh, yeah. I, I'm enjoying Orange with this this title. Can't say I'm too invi- invested in this as a championship, but it, it's fun with orange and i like the carrying it in the bag stuff <laughs> the backpack yeah <laughs> uh, it is next week on dynamite yeah okay cool we go to our next match jane Should be really good yeah i think yeah oh three. the three of them yeah the three mixed together luchasaurus being the base for ray phoenix to do some crazy yeah, stuff should, and orange as well fun. oh yeah for sure our next match jamie hater going one-on-one with riho and Britt Baker is ringside. Right away, Riho is on fire. Rio is on fire and sends her to the outside and hits this crazy crossbody off the top to Jamie. Just looks awesome. They replayed a bunch. Looks sweet. Back in the ring, though, Jamie takes control and starts beating down and bullying Riho. Hits her with these snap suplexes. One of them is like a snap jackhammer, almost. The, the, I think it's, it it's almost like 
Was this Rio to... Jay- no, it was Jamie to oh, okay. Riho. Yeah, it was pretty There's snug. one the other way round later, and I think it's just because Riho's so small. small. Yeah. It's like, it looks devastating. Yeah, maybe that was it. Yeah, it was almost like, like think snap suplex, but snap suplex so hard that you jackhammered them. Mm. Like, in the snap, it was, it was pretty cool. We've all been there. Yeah. <laughs> we get a wheelbarrow counter into a stomp from Riho for a near fall, but then Jamie comes back with a brain buster for a two count. There's a snap Rana off the top and then Britt gets involved again, keeps sweeping at the leg, but still Riho hits the code red, but Jamie kicks out. Jamie then hits this half Nelson backbreaker that looked deadly. This looked like it crushed Riho again, considering the size difference there. Uh, and then somehow Rio kicks out and hits a dragon suplex, but Jamie kicks out. Jamie's had enough of this and the, the short arm, what do we what are we calling this again? The the hater maker, the rain hater, the rain maker, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Hits her with it, cleans her clock, one, two, three, and uh let the haters stand up because Jamie Hater got a win on Dynamite. I'm excited. Yeah, good good strong match between these two. Um Riho is and I feel like I say this every time I watch her because I feel she has a couple of singles matches and then disappears for six months and yeah. then comes back. The size, you look at it. You look at her and she does look like a child a lot of the time. And it's it's hard. I can suspend my disbelief with wrestling uh, to a certain extent. But whenever I come into a Riho match, it's like, really? And then she wrestles. And I think she actually makes sense of... Uh, I think commentary said something. It's like she positions her body and has such suddenness that she can hit these moves. That... That pop-up from Jamie, I think, what was she going for? Like a pop-up powerbomb or something, and she counters into the code red. Yeah. It looked it looked legit, and it looked like it would actually kind of work in a fight rather than, oh, we're going to cooperate and do this thing now. I don't know what it is about her, but she's... And her, like, her stomps and stuff. She really... She's a Rey Mysterio to me, you know? Like she, Very fast, She yeah. does it in a way where you go, oh, I, actually, I'm believing this. Even though you, you really have to win me over, you're, I'm believing that you're, you're taking the fight to this girl. And Jamie's got some size on her as well. Uh, yeah, I thought these two had a, a good match, but I'm pleased Jamie won. I'm, it's, it's time. I'm hoping they're going, because it feels like now the story is both her and Britt are kind of chasing for this title. Yeah. So... I hope it is Jamie that like uh, beats her to the post. Yeah, no, I re- I really like this as well. I'm in the same camp as Riho. I thought that maybe the first half of this match was a little slow, and then as soon as it got really going, I was I was definitely sucked into it. And uh, Jamie winning is awesome. I definitely see big things for her. The crowd is just giving her a big reaction. It's basically like the same formula: Wardlow, Batista, like you know, yeah. your your hustle, your side monster, who's your security, is getting over because you know that's just how like it's just. Yeah, it works. So it's easy. Uh, But she's also just really good. We've seen a lot of her before AEW, and she's fantastic. So, yeah, kind of interested to see where that goes as Tony Storm comes out and just stares them down from the entrance ramp. So letting them know that she still is the interim. Yeah, I'm not the real champion because we don't really know what's the story with that. But uh, interim is is the word. Renee Paquette busy tonight talking now with Eddie Kingston who is giving us a ton of fake smiles. He's like, see, I'm smiling. I'm smiling. He's mad, as always, the Mad King. Um, and then kind of hopes that there's big things for Mox tonight and excited for him to retain. Okay, so uh, as someone, you, you didn't watch Dynamite last week. Uh, sorry, Rampage last week. Did no, you? no. Did you know what was going on here? 
Are you a Rampage expert now? No, I, I happened. I, we, spoiler for the latest behind the BDE, yeah. had friends over. You watched and, Rampage, bro? And just killed them on night one. Right. And they slept all day. So I ended up staying in Friday night and watched Rampage. So I saw Rampage last week. I don't uh, always. But I'd say we're pretty big AEW fans yeah. who don't watch Rampage. Especially going to Rampage like a few a- weeks ago. Exactly. I don't want to watch Rampage ever again. So did you have a clue what was going on with this Eddie Kingston thing. I had no idea what he said right here. Exactly. Okay. So, like, I was a little confused. Yeah. That's my fault for not watching the show. No, it's... Well, it's... But look at the ratings. It's half... Like, Rampage is, like, less than half of Dynamite's viewership sometimes. Right. Well, more than that, yeah. Yeah. So, like, you're talking over half your audience don't watch that show. Yeah. So, like, you need to kind of fill us in a little better, maybe. Because I think what basically what happened last week was Eddie was talking to Death Triangle on Rampage. Okay. And they were talking to him about, because he had the decision reversed at Grand Slam, if you remember, because it was weeks ago and we hadn't seen Eddie since then, uh, where he beat Sammy and then kept the, the stretch palm in. Right. And then they reversed it. Okay. Right? And then Pac basically got in his face and was like, yeah, you need to get your shit together. You want to win championships? You can't be doing shit like this. Grow up. Damn. And like, and like, Penta and Phoenix were like, yo, chill. So the thing is here is Eddie's kind of pissed off about how Pac spoke to him last week. Right. And that his friends are like kind yeah. of at, on his case. Got you. That, but like watching it, I... I kind of forgot because I watched it late on a Friday and was tired and right. I kind of forgot what was that. And this promo still was a little confusing to me. So for half your audience that don't watch that show, I don't think they, they didn't show any recap. They didn't really spell it out to us on commentary or anything. No, they didn't. What was going on? Instead, we just get Eddie doing these, oh, I'm, I'm saying something, but I'm clearly thinking something else because I'm doing this really awkward fake smile. And you're just going, who, what? Because like, last time we saw this guy on Dynamite, I think, was that Sammy Guevara match. So it was a while ago. I, I just found this, I thought this was pretty shitty. Yeah, uh, like, yeah, we love Eddie. He's he's one of the best and one of the most over characters. And kind of having him on the sidelines is uh, odd. Again, it's on me. I did not watch the show, but I, you cannot blame me. This That show is not... I'm not. I'm not. Like, That's why I'm saying this was yeah, bad. Because I didn't understand I, what you're talking I was about, pretty yeah. sure you wouldn't have had a clue what was going no. on here. Because I didn't really even know, and I saw the segment. Hey, that match sounds great. If you just maybe did that on Tonight's Show, and you yeah, why not? Like, sure, right? Like, again, Eddie is like this, like this, this character they they keep you using, not like maybe in the right way, because he comes out. The reactions are huge for him. He's he's good. So they do a lot of on Dynamite of um, promoting a match for Rampage. Yeah. They'll do a lot of like showing a little quick video package to promote something that's going to be on Rampage. Because a lot of time, I guess it's to tell the audience in the live arena or whatever. I don't know. They don't do a whole lot of recapping us on Dynamite what happened. Eh, that's all right. No, but I I think it might. Yeah, fair. Okay, you're telling me to watch this this Tony Nese match. Okay, I don't really want to watch it. Whereas if you told me... Oh, last week on Rampage, there was this big altercation between... Oh, I, I should have watched that show. I don't know. Yeah. But I, I thought this was sloppy. 
All, all you need to do is there. You could also like they've been putting their their bigger stars in like tag matches and stuff like that. Like, hey, Mox is going to be in a tag match on Rampage, so watch Rampage. You could also do do what they did like back in the day. Like, hey, there's going to be some other okay matches on Rampage, but Mox is going to talk and he's going to discuss his his rebuttal to MJF this week. You know what I mean? Like, but what I'm saying to is to to recap it because yeah. we always know once Rampage happens, we haven't really actually missed anything. Right. Yeah. But if you're to say, like, to do in a little clip what happened, you yeah. might go, oh, shit, I missed that. I, I don't know. Rampage sucks. Like, you've got you to gotta sort it out. they got to fix that. Yeah, sorry. I, I am, I am de- it's I definitely... Go, number one is Locker Room. Two is Rampage. Uh, I'm just being the fickle, honest wrestling fan. I, I'm always honest. You know, no nonsense from me. And I'll tell you, I spent way too much money. So at you're the- fickle and you're honest? Which way around are you? <laughs> I'm everything. Okay. I'm just mad that I went to Rampage in Toronto. And since then, I you could tell me CM Punk and the Elite are returning on Rampage. And I'll watch it on Twitter. I, ref- I It's done. You broke my heart too much. You, you, you twisted my arm, Tony Khan. I love you. Dynamite's the best show going in wrestling. Still is, still will be. But da- Rampage... Oh boy. That was so honestly fickle of you. Or was it fickly honest? <laughs> it was both. Okay. <laughs> this is Rampage, baby. Honestly fickly honest. There yeah, we exactly. We go to a video for Darby Allen, who also is promoting his match on Rampage. Guess who he's facing? How excited? Are you going to tune in to watch this match? Darby Allen versus Jay Lethal. Oh, wait, that's next week on Dynamite. My mistake. There, I think there was a glitch in the Matrix because I, I think I've seen this. I purposely I didn't watch that. story in this match before. Yeah, I purposely <laughs> didn't watch that one already, and now I have to watch it. I'm, I'm a little confused. So, yeah. Uh, so, Jay Lethal and Darby are feuding for reasons. Uh, Darby talks about how he's been at the lowest of lows and how Sting talked him down and says... I didn't come out of retirement for no one. I came for you because you're Darby Allen. And uh, he says that he's here. It shows him clips of like skateboard accidents and jumping stuff, jumping out stuff. It cuts to the pantomime Batman villains. He kind of, he kind of semi wrote off Sting here is what I got. He was like, you might have noticed Sting hasn't been here for a few weeks. Where the fuck is Sting? I think since Grand Slam, but basically said like he was going to quit. Sting talked him out of it. And then he's like, all right, but I got to do this on my own. For a bit. I gotta fight Jay Lethal by my own. Yeah, but I don't know how long this is gonna go for. But Darby seemed to like wanna like step away from Sting for a little bit. So yeah. maybe Sting's having a vacation. It's it's also weird. I feel like Darby is a character that's cooled off because they cooled him off. Yeah. You could have I, him... I think you can say that about a lot of this roster. It's like he's over. He's so over. He had the like with the ratings, he had like yeah. the highest. It's really ridiculous, really I mean. ridiculous, man. And new fans like get into this guy right away. I, I, I don't get it. Uh, really odd that he continues to feud with fucking Jay Lethal. No disrespect to these guys, but like again, I. But even even the I enjoyed some of the matches they had with House of Black, but even that I kind of felt felt a little beneath them. Yeah, like I feel I feel by now. Uh, Sting and Darby should have challenged for the tag titles. Not necessarily won, but I think we've had a. I think that's a big pay per view match. Sting and Darby going against the Bucks or whoever. You know, uh, I feel that's something we could have done, and and I feel Sting. Sorry, Darby should be should be up like challenging for titles or in big main event feuds right now. Hmm. 
I think Darby's a bigger star that they have 100%. organically created, yeah. and you're just having him fight Jay, fight Jay Lethal again. On yeah, well, hopefully that's the blow off. I guess so. Yeah, but they're yeah. Sorry, uh, Jay Lethal and um, what's the name? Sanjay Dutt talking about the friend they're bringing next week. Any any ideas? So the match is Jay Lethal versus Darby, but they're bringing a friend to be like ringside to interfere and help Jay win. I guess. Yeah. So who's the friend? Like. I don't know who has history. I don't, I don't, it doesn't make sense to me. I, well, it, it, what do you mean? It doesn't make like, sense. Like, like, is it from ring of honor? Jay lethal is, is that you're still... just saying he's got a mate. who's coming. Oh, up. okay. It, you can live. It's wrestling. You can write whoever. Yeah. But just... do, do you think it's a debut? Do you think it's someone returning? Like I just, this is, I feel like Jay lethal just insert promo no, copy. I, I agree. Paste. I agree. It's but like, if this care. could potentially be a big feud for Darby oh. down the line, who, yeah. who could you see it being? Who would interest you? Bring back Brody King to f- fight him again? I don't know. I'm bringing a friend back to, to beat you up. I don't know. Uh, that's that's on Dynamite, so that's not Rampage. I'm going to say Miro. I don't know what their history would be and why they're friends, but make them friends. You can. It's wrestling. Make it up. Darby and Miro, Miro, best friends. <laughs> no, it's Jay Lethal's friend. It's someone oh, to fuck. feud with Darby. That's what I'm saying. Got you. It's, I'm not saying someone to feud with Jay Lethal. I'm saying if you're going to debut yeah. someone... Who sounds cool to be starting a feud with Darby Allen? Yeah, uh, maybe it's someone who we, like who's already just in the roster, like that they already have. I, like they don't make it sound like it's some big surprise or or anything. But I don't know. They've yeah. talked about it like two weeks now about this. Fight. Yeah, did they talk about it on Rampage? They did. Like, they've <laughs> talked about it quite a few times now. So it, I don't know. They're hyping up some yeah. sort of debut or return. All right. Well, here's the lineup for Rampage: Claudio and Yuta versus Matt Menard and Angelo Parker. Madison Rain versus Ty Mello. Wardlow versus Matt Taven. That's Rampage. Are they filming that now or, or is that another live show this week? It's not too late. Sell your tickets. Sound... <laughs> no, it's, it is too late. Oh. It is too... I tried. I tried to sell the tickets. Dynamite next week. Darby. They J- even took them off. Like I couldn't actually. Yeah. They pulled them from StubHub yeah. for me. Yeah, because Rampage, that's how bad it is. Yeah. Uh, Next week, Dynamite, Darby versus Jay Lethal, Daddy Ass Birthday Bash. That sounds fun to say. You see, that sounds better than all of Rampage. If the Daddy this Ass Friday bash. on Rampage, it's the Daddy Ass Birthday Bash. But his birthday's like, next week. I'll tune in. <laughs> Halloween Havoc was last week. <laughs> AEW Triple All Atlantic Triple Threat, uh, and the sit down Renee Soraya and Britt Baker, and then Jericho versus a former world champ is happening as well. Nice. But the main event. Is John Moxley the champion putting his title on the line against Penta? And uh, they basically based this off of a Twitter video they made where John Moxley was talking about how he wants to lay out a challenge to someone, anyone in the locker room who doesn't have fear like him. Well, we know who doesn't have fear because this man has zero fear because he tells us six times whenever he's in a match. Penta walked in with. Alex and basically cuts a promo on Moxley in Spanish. And then Alex goes, Penta says and explains. And then Moxley says, actually, I, I can speak Spanish, which is fantastic. If you remember all those years ago when John Moxley one time joined the Spanish announced team on SmackDown as WWE champion, right. he's like, actually, I'm going to go sit with these guys. And then goes over and was like, see, sí, see, sí. and like <laughs> said a bit of Spanish. So it's a callback there. Uh, I thought it was really odd the way they set it up. I think, uh, just nitpicking. You could have just said this match is happening. Eliminator match. You didn't need to make it for the title. You you just told us the main event of your pay per view. 
why would you like do this? But it's classic wrestling. It's fine. But mm-hmm. I, I saw I saw people I saw people being like, why would they like this was a, a dumb way to set this up. I'm not overly upset by the way it is because like I'm kind of hyped about it. When really the story is, hey, Penta did a really good job last week and kind of got a lot of people talking. We're not using him a lot, is what they say. Let's use him. So then they do this, but they did it this way. See, I feel that that is where wrestling fans are being fickle. Yeah. Because so often they just throw up a graphic for a match and we go, that sounds cool. Why is it happening? Yeah. And then they gave us they a reason. They give us a reason and we're like, well, that's weird. Why yeah. isn't that? I, I think. For me, that video made sense to me because it was kind of Moxley almost pissed off that the match ended in that way. Right. Like he wanted to hangman. He wanted to have a, a full match and he didn't, so he kind of wants to go again. Um Sure, like I don't I think it does both things, because I think it is a match that just showing the graphic looks cool enough. But if you happen to follow their socials, you do get that little bit of backstory yeah. for it. Um I don't know. I I also saw a lot of hate. It really didn't bother me. Yeah. At all. Yeah, because usually they just go, hey, this match is happening, yeah. which also is fine to me sometimes as well. Like, I think I know, just- I know what you mean. It's it's especially when you've they've quietly like eliminated the uh, rankings thing. Okay. It's like why is Penta having this? Because he took the mask. Of and it is. Milano and I, I I did <laughs> I did appreciate in MJS promo that. A few times he was like, if the, after this happens tonight. Right. So, yeah, maybe, or even not an eliminator, but just a match. We'll give him, put him in good position or whatever. Just a match. Just a yeah. match. Just just say, hey, you say, you're you John Moxley. You say you have no fear, but I'm Zero Miero. Let's, let's find out. Yeah. Boom. Done. You don't need to mention the title. Just have the match. Who's going to bleed more? Down the line, I would like. Uh, Done. You've it's, got you've yeah. got full gear, but or something. I I, yeah. I agree. I yeah. think it didn't have to be for the title. Because saying it for the title, we go okay. We know who's winning this. Yeah, that's just. But I, also, we know either way. Of course, who's winning it? Of so course. yeah, yeah. They're not using Penta right. Yeah, we go to Mox versus Penta. Penta does not come out in Joker Penta gear. He saw Shotzi uh, show up. I spent up. so much time on this graphic for this <laughs> to show. To make Joker I mean, wasn't even. I, the, the, I, I, I thought like an early runner for the title could be Joe versus Joker. I'll tell you right Tom now. Joker, we get, you that's know, why he lost. You know we get really way too nice listeners out there and lovely fans. If you mm. want to know that you want – we get listeners being like, hey, can I send you guys this? Can I send you guys this? Someone find where I can find the Joker <laughs> Penta mask. I don't want a Penta mask. I want the Joker Penta mask, and it'll go up right here on our set. So, <laughs> the accepting all donations for where I can get this Penta Joker mask because it's it's sick. But his gear tonight was awesome. This was like classic it's Ultimate classic, Penta, classic yeah, classic Penta Samurai almost. Looked really sweet. Uh, Excalibur on commentary, really putting over the whole Triple Mania main event with Penta putting his mask on the line and winning and everything. Again, I would highly recommend Villano. Yeah, yeah, it was it was great. We have uh, these two Goliaths going out of here, just chop fights from both of them. Uh, both are attempting their finishers early on here. Penta reminding us he has, what does he have? Uh, Zero Fear. Yeah, exactly. Zero Don't forget it. A Topecon Hilo from Penta, and he's in control during picture in picture, just chopping away uh, ringside on Moxley. When we come back, Molly, uh, Moxley, mo- not Molly, belly to bellies Penta into the turnbuckle and then hits a cutter and a pile driver, and Penta sells it like death. But he kicks out somehow. Uh, Penta's. I love. I do love that kind of 
the Moxie's cell. RKO that he just does every match. And now. his power driver is yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Uh, it looks like Moxley's going for, I don't know if it was a bulldog or his old Dirty Deeds mm-hmm. bulldog driver, but in order to escape, Penta undoes his mask. He, I mean, he had him in the, yeah. in the like, headlock yeah. for a long time as well. It was so. pretty cool, yeah. Uh, he gets out of that, and then he comes back and does the arm breaker. Never forget when it meant something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's never been in AEW. It's never it's meant true. anything in AEW. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it is weird when you watch the whole first season of Lucha Underground. Yeah. And now he's doing it as a spot. So he gets the, the arm snap there. Penta then teases going for a destroyer off the apron onto the steps. Mm. But Moxley stops him and DDTs him onto the steps. Still equally crazy, but thank God they didn't do that destroyer. Yeah. Holy. Uh, back in the ring, Penta hits the fear factor, but Moxley this kicks out. This fear factor was awesome yeah. as well. He held him to really like give the visual of, oh, his head just spiked there. And Taz was like, I've seen a lot of pile drivers. That, oh, how is, like, how is he protecting that? He uh, barely kicks out. It looked great, and it was a yeah. Two point nine 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 nine. I thought it was. I thought it was a three with the ref. Like uh, I ain't gonna count this. <laughs> I ain't gonna count this. That yeah. was so close. Great near fall. They go for blows again, and we get a counter to a counter, and the paradigm shift, and then followed up by the death rider and one two three. Mox I, I do like since the New Japan connection that they've started differentiating the two. Yeah, uh, I do like that a lot. I also like how uh, kind of an, a happy accident, you could say, from last week's match is Moxley's King Kong Lariat is now a, a finisher. True. So that was a big near fall. And I, I felt they built up to that moment quite nicely in this match. It is a move he hits most of his matches, but now it means something more. Cause, yeah. Um, and obviously we're saying this knowing Hangman's hey, okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's something you can do now. He he knocked out someone last week with that move. So it's another great like uh, high point to his matches. Yeah, uh, eventually it'll be brought up. They didn't want to bring it up, obviously, but like they that will be down the is. line. Yeah, down the line. I yeah, mean, I, I just felt commentary were like giving a bigger call to that yeah. move now and stuff. So yeah, um, but yeah, I think they'll Hangman will. They didn't really mention him at all. No, they didn't. Week, which yeah. was surprising. All the love to Hangman, Because I think, especially that he's okay, you would have thought maybe... You tell us. ...a comment to your, your viewers. Because that, yeah, true. that was fucking scary last week. Yeah, true. You're, you're absolutely right. They didn't do that at all. That's wild. Yeah, I would have given us well, maybe a maybe little... they did, and the sound was weird. <laughs> yeah, the sound was weird today. Uh, this was a fun main event. Uh, it didn't get, get to like the quite the level that, you know, one day these two could have an all-time bloodbath i'm surprised we didn't get any blood in the match that mm. i thought we would get a, t- a whole it looked like mox was blading maybe at one they're point. both like i gotta let this scar tissue heal like, <laughs> we can't look like, like i can't just break this open every week yeah i told you i was watching tales from the territory yeah. man a lot of people's foreheads on that show okay yeah of course yeah <laughs> even triple h's is pretty bad today yeah and yeah he yeah. wasn't doing it like dusty was back in the day yeah uh, this was still a fun match, but it didn't get to like uh, a big level. I'd say I'd again. S- I think part of that is just we don't buy Penta, which right. I think from the beginning of AEW you could have a year in had Penta as a big legitimate main eventer. Right. I think the same with Phoenix. I think maybe there's possibly a bit of the the Dolph Ziggler thing with them, where it's I I think it's been too long that I don't think we'd buy them in that top. 
Uh, one day I, I I could still see it. I just think in the position right now with all the stories going on, it takes a it will take a lot of work to get them up to that. Yeah, I, I don't I don't doubt that they like you could heat someone up, no problem. I just I just think that this match like the way it was the, the for the title and stuff made it a bit weird. It didn't get to a quite epic level that you know these two are fucking mm. some of the nastiest, most violent yeah. motherfuckers in this game. So you know they got a lot left in the tank there. If you if you oh, set Mark Henry like like say like next year or sometime or whatever when there's no title involved and these guys just get in a blood feud of who's the who's you know the scariest dude in AEW yeah. and they just have a feud and you give them a match at at a pay per view like the match Mox and Kenny had at one of the early pay per views mm-hmm. that like you know barbed wire spider net thing. Oh, I, thing. I I completely agree. And I bet you they'll put on a match that will have people talking about for ages. But uh, this one wasn't quite there. But yeah, I, no, I I completely agree with you. I just feel. I feel that would have happened by now, like splitting the Lucha Brothers. They've been, I, I kind yeah. of, I kind of don't see them separating now. Uh, like they could, they could not separate and still have someone feud and stuff. Like it's, it's fine. And Penta is, is a huge, like hearing the crowd go nuts for him on that Triple Mania show. There's a lot mm-hmm. of people there. Like he's, he is the biggest Luchador star going right now for sure. Well, after this, Moxley is then attacked by W. Morrissey. Yeah. Big cast and the firm, the Gun Club, and uh, what is it? Lee Moriarty and all ego Ethan Page. They attack Moxley, and it cuts to backstage. And I thought, what in the WCW is going on? As they show the Blackpool Combat Club's locker room has been chained shut, mm. and they're banging, trying to get out. We don't see them, but we just see the door banging. As Alec Marvez is like, oh, I don't know, they get some bolt cutters. <laughs> I just was thinking Nitro. Instantly. Hey, it's it's attention to detail because otherwise we would be going. Where are they? Where are they? Yeah. So yeah. So uh, the beatdown is happening, and they did say we're all going to sit down and talk. Talk true. this through. This is true. So uh, yeah, I'll give him credit for that. Well, MJF comes in and he's hesitant to run down for the save, but he runs down to the ring and basically shoves Stokely away and says, "Stop it! Stop it! I've had enough. I told you already." So now. You're fired. I don't want to work with you guys anymore. So this causes all of them to attack MJF. Super kick from Ethan Page. And then they beat him down. The ego's edge. And then Morrissey chokeslams MJF through a table ringside as the firm stand tall as Dynamite goes off the air. So they didn't listen to MJF. So this is where it gets a little confusing. The little the mystery uh, begins. Well, I like it. I, I think it it answers that question I had earlier at the promo is, is MJF kind of just like teasing us and it's all his, his long plan to, it would be very Russo, I think to now no, actually we've been together all along. Cause this was quite the beat down. So yeah. I, I think this is to actually go, no, MJF is now going to be this, this tweener, this tweener who people treat as a baby face. Um, I I do like it, I think. Yes. I, I think it's maybe sooner than I, I thought would be getting MJF mm. going this way. I think he's going to be a tremendous baby face. I'm not saying he's pure white meat yet, but I, I like this direction for him. And I thought I, I kind of actually dug this confirmation. And I think if he does beat Mox, it does give him a lot of validation. What I also like, it, I really like Ethan Page. And I think they kind of positioned him here as the, you've got uh, 
you got Moriarty, uh, sorry, yeah, Morrissey Mario. as the, the heavy as the muscle, but Page seems like the the main guy of this group hit, delivering that ego's edge. So I kind of like the idea of a MGF ego match this, down the line. Yeah, this confused me. It's like, okay, where are we going? Are we going? The, the fork is in the road here. WCW or WWE? Are we going to? Actually, they beat me up, but it was my plan to, to, to trick you. Which would be shit. Which would be kind of TNA, yeah. like aces and eights kind of shit. Or you go the WWE route where it's, well, now before their pay-per-view match, MJF and Mox are going to team up and have a tag team match on Dynamite. I don't think they need to team up. Mm. MJF rarely wrestles on Dynamite. Yeah, true. stop. I don't think you need to do that. I still think, I think you can play Mox not trusting him. Yeah. But I think... I think at the end of full gear, I think MJF's going to be a champion and Mox is going to go fishing. Finally. And, uh, and Ethan Page could be a nice TV first feud for MJF. And I, I like that for Ethan Page. So I don't know. I, I like seeing, I like some of the guys in this group and I, I like that it, it feels a bit elevated with them. I think Bivens, fuck, Stokely yeah. is a great talker. Um, I don't know. I, I find it interesting, and I'm kind of looking forward to seeing this. This mm-hmm. MJF is is a very complicated character, and I think that he's one of the most interesting characters in there. And I think it would be kind of cheap to just pull back on this and be ah no, I'm the devil. Remember? Right. I think I, I like this story of his whole like you know starting off as this super fan to being so like like beaten down by anti-Semitism and his heroes letting him down that he's become this absolute prick of a human being to kind of acknowledging that and being like, actually, no, I am a prick, but I'm a really good wrestler and I want to prove that I am a good wrestler. I'm not just a prick. I think it's an interesting story they're telling. Or is this like him basically still being puppet master, knowing, threatening Stokely, I'm going to fire you, knowing they'll attack him. So that when Moxley has the match, he thinks he's the good guy. And then, boom, diamond ring to the face. Mm. Saying, ah, I, I tricked mean, you. He set that up as well, kind yeah. of in the promo. Exactly. He was like, I mean, I, I want to win. He says to, he, he goes, where is the lie? <laughs> he does yeah. the CM Punk. Where is the lie? Uh, you guys better not interfere. Well, they did. And then MJF tries mm. to save him. And then they beat the shit out of him. He also said that he would promise not to use the ring. So maybe that's where he turns and switches. I'm interested by it. It's interesting, for I, sure. I, I kind of did like the... There there were reports that the Elite were backstage okay. tonight. Elite and Don Callis were backstage tonight. Um, so you see the match ends with six minutes to go, and there's a beatdown. I hear the it's battle. Like there was part of me going, Come on. All right, Come who's on. coming out? Who's coming out? Oh, it's, it's still Big Cass. Yeah. It's still Big Cass. So there was a bit of that, but... I, I don't know. I, I found it interesting. I, I, I actually really enjoyed this episode this week. Yeah. I thought, yeah. Uh, I thought there it. were three, uh, three very strong matches. Actually, no. All the matches were really strong tonight, I thought. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm, I was compelled by uh, the main stories with Mox and MJF. Um, no, I, I agree. I really enjoyed all the wrestling uh, hit and had its purpose, and even some of the finishes made a lot of sense in continuing the storyline. Uh, I am hyped for Mox versus MJF. 
regardless of where the storyline, it has me interested because I'm not quite sure where it's going. So it definitely continues to get our interest there. Uh, but a lot of the other stuff, like Full Gear, where would you see uh, the, the matches going? Because Mox MJF, we assume um, the tag team match is the Acclaim versus uh, Swerve in Our Glory, obviously. Yeah, you don't think they do that before? No, it's only like it's a few weeks away It's now. whether It's whether they do it before and at the pay-per-view it's like a four-way. Because you had the gun club very involved with that mm-hmm. thing earlier as right. well. Yeah. So you could do guns acclaimed, FTR. And- I'd just do the rubber match, to be honest. But yeah. Uh, I then maybe Danielson, Yuda, or Danielson, Garcia, Yuda, Jericho again. Some some way, shape, or form. There's going to be mm-hmm. a few matches, I think, single matches, hopefully, with some, some wrestling there. Um, yeah. Uh, th- Where's FTR then, if they're not in the tag? I don't know. Yeah, last time they were putting like a sync tri- trios match or something. I don't know where you'd put them. Hopefully not the Gun Club, but uh, Jericho defending against what uh, Claudio? Claudio at the pay per view. Yeah, true. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, that could be all right. Either way, uh, I'm sure it'll be a fantastic. I'm the, It's a big main event to me. It's yeah. one they did at All Out a couple of years ago, and this feels so much bigger. It's one I'm actually I'm really excited because we're going to be there. Yeah, and I, I yeah, don't know if. A John Moxley MJF match. I know. I know it wasn't compelling to me a couple of years ago, um, but I it feels big. Um, MJF's definitely one of my favorites at the moment, for sure. And I think Moxley has um, killed it the last year or so. So yeah. I think that's a huge main event, which they're they're creating in a time where realistically this was what going to be. I assume Punk MJF was the plan. Yeah. So they had bigger plans and I, I can't say I'm disappointed by plan B. Probably be a better match. Probably. Possibly. <laughs> I don't know. I, I punk had some fucking good matches. I year. love the MJF Both punk MJF Chicago one. Yeah. Very good. Really love that one. Uh, well that was dynamite. That's us talking all about dynamite. We'll be back next week. We'll do it all again. We'll go live after dynamite record on Twitch and YouTube, and then put the podcast up here. We'll be back Tuesday night as well with up next on this free feed. Listen to shot in the dark. John Cena covers all sorts of wrestling, like Wow, Women of Wrestling. Uh, I don't know what else he talks about. Impact, Dark, Dark, dark Elevation, Dark Elevation. That's right. Yeah, all the other wrestling we don't watch. Rampage, possibly. Is MLW back? Is that a thing? MLW, That's not a real thing. Yeah. Is that a real Fed? I don't believe you. Uh, so go check that out. And hey, free feed. Happy Halloween. Oh, yes. We have our Halloween movie reviews returning. This Friday is dropping. The review of Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers. Have we recorded this yet? No, we haven't recorded this yet. Yeah. So I get confused. We recorded so much. We recorded. <laughs> that one's on the free feed. So, hey, it'll be on this feed to celebrate Halloween. So we hope you have a happy and safe Halloween weekend ahead of Halloween on Monday night. And if you follow us, you may have noticed our Halloween costumes the past few years. We seem to get noticed by any wrestlers that we seem to dress up as. Well, without giving anything away, be sure to follow our socials uh, this Monday for Halloween as our costumes are taking shape and we will be posting some socials and photos. Yeah, mine's pretty much done now. I went shopping today. I got the final few pieces. I'm pretty, pretty happy with how it's looking. Yeah, so look look out for our costumes on Monday because we'll be uh, posting what we wear and... uh, yeah, we would love to see your costumes, especially if they're wrestling-related, because ours is wrestling-related. Hey, spoilers. No, yeah. but that's been our thing. 
<laughs> yeah, go check out our costumes from the past few years. We've been uh, we've been having some fun. Last year we were Arn and Cody, and we slayed it. Yeah, we absolutely did. But yeah, go check out our Halloween review. And if you like us, go check out patreoncom next. Five bucks—that's all it takes per month to access almost 500 podcasts at your fingertips, at your leisure. And we would love for you to check it out. And it's uh, it's what we do here. It's what we, we do. do. Do that. Yeah, to be we honest. do. Yeah. And see you in Newark. In November yes. for post wrestling five year anniversary. And if you want to be part of full gear, our game, our elimination game to decide the challenger for Fire Frank, uh, let us know. Just be yeah. like, hey, I, I want to do that. It sounds good. <laughs> sounds fun. But those words exactly. That's the only way you can get in. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I want to do that. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, follow us at UPNXT Podcast on Twitter. And hey, give us a nice little review on Apple Podcasts and all that stuff. I myself, Braden Harrington. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, at the Bray D. And you can find me at Davey Portman. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And with all due respect, shut, shut your mouth. mouth. Oh, actually, one more thing. Uh, Yeezys are ugly. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> Ahoy! <laughs>